Today, we're gonna to be going over all of the important analytics you should be looking at on a regular basis for your Amazon account. Some of these can mean extra hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for your business. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely unscripted and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. And today I'm going to have a serious conversation here just with myself, all right? No guests today. We're going to be talking about all of the important analytics you should be looking at, not just in Helium 10, but just you know things that are in Amazon as well, things that are important for your bottom line. And I think a lot of sellers out there are leaving money on the table by, by not making this part of their routine. So we're gonna talk about you know how you know analyzing keywords and keyword ranks are important. We're gonna talk about brand analytics that brand registered sellers have. We're gonna talk about tracking your competitors and and looking at market tracker how to you know measure your share of voice we're going to talk a little bit about uh, ppc as well so let's get started with the first thing i want to talk about which is keyword analysis all right so you know in helium 10 obviously we've got keyword tracker i think that probably everybody listening to the show is using but just in case you're not that's that's fine you know some of you might use other tools and and that's totally fine Almost any basic tool out there definitely has a, a keyword tracker, you know, mechanism. So you guys should be using it. So how should you you use it, and how can it help you? Let's talk about it. As we know, you know, the name of the game is is keyword ranking. A lot of times, and 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 when I say ranking, it's your position that you show up organically. That means if you type in a keyword, where do you show up on page one? Are you the seventh? You know listing that shows up? Are you the 10th? Are you on the 150th on page three, et cetera, et cetera. But also, you know, you should be looking at where you're showing up for in sponsored results as well. So let's just talk about how keyword tracker can help you. So if you, if you get started with selling on Amazon from day one, guys, from day one, and, and if you've already been selling on Amazon, you haven't done this, just go ahead and make today your day one. You need to be doing this is you need to be tracking your most important keywords. So this is assuming that, first of all, you have already identified what your most important keywords are. You know, like maybe when you, before you got into the niche, you took a look at some competitors and you were like, all right, this competitor is getting a lot of their sales from this X, Y, and Z keywords. That means if I need to be competitive in this niche, I've gotta be ranking highly on page one for it, all right? So that's just, hopefully you've done that that piece, all right? So if you have done that, you probably have a list of, of 10 to 20 keywords that you think are the most important. So those would be what you start with. Now, I, I personally don't do this, but there are some people out there who have like two and 300 keywords that they're tracking in Keyword Tracker. And, and I'm just gonna be honest, I don't think that's great. Like I, I don't see the need to look at it at that level, but hey, we have that ability in Helium 10 Keyword Tracker for those who do, but the majority of your sales are gonna come from just a, a kind of small handful of keywords. So those are the ones I wanna focus on. But if you wanna go ahead and track, you know, 200 keywords, you know, maybe you're a collagen peptide seller, yeah, you're probably getting sales from like 100 to 200 different keywords. Go, go ahead and track it. But for me, at the very least, guys, you need to be have like, you know, 10 to 20 to 30 keywords that you think you need to be getting sales from. So that's the basics. Add the ASIN and add the keywords. Now, the cool thing about Keyword Tracker is that even if you uh, are doing this later from, uh, you know, after you have already added your product, is it, it tracks historical. 
data, all right? So if you're using another keyword tracker and you're like, no, I, I can't switch to Helium 10 because I'm gonna lose all my data, most likely you won't. If it's a keyword with any significant search volume, like 500 or 1,000 you know, times a month, we probably already have data on that. So if you, your product has been on Amazon for a few months or a year or more, once you add the ASIN and the keyword, you're gonna see historical data, you know, going back months, even though you weren't tracking it in Helium 10 Keyword Tracker. So don't let that stop you from, from adding keywords because you think you're gonna lose all your historical data. Most likely you won't, all right? So when you first start, like I said, add your ASINs, add your keywords, it's gonna start tracking from day one. Now, if you've got a brand new product that you're selling on Amazon, most likely there might not be ranks, all right? Now, if you are in a super small niche where there's not even that many people indexed for that keyword, you know, you might show up already in the top 306. So in Helium 10 Keyword Tracker, we're only showing you the organic rank up to page seven, which is usually about 306 listings. Very few searches anymore go beyond, you know, seven pages uh, out there. So you don't be scared if you don't see anything right away, because like, like I said, you know, there's probably a thousand, if not 10,000 listings that are indexed for a certain search phrase, but Amazon's only gonna show a little over 300 in the search results. So if you're a brand new listing, if you don't have the keyword in your title, you might not be indexed right away. Now remember that that's part of the Maldives honeymoon strategy is having those important keywords in your title. And a lot of times when you do that, from day one of a listing, you'll be ranked, You know, maybe not in page one, but you'll be ranking in the top seven pages. So organic rank is definitely something you should be tracking from day one. Now I've always been of the school of thought, start your PPC on day one too. You know, Some people say something different, but but for me, for, for my niches, I want to have PPC from day one because I want to get visible. You know, no, you're not going to have to pay for the PPC if nobody clicks on it. And, and if there's a customer out there who, because your listing only has zero reviews or something because it's brand new and they're, they, they don't want to consider it, well, they're not going to click on your sponsored ad. You're not going to pay for it. So by definition, the only ones who are even going to click on it, in other words, charging you a, a click, well, these are people who they must not care that you only have zero reviews, you know? So, so I say, start your PPC from day one, but if you do that keyword tracker, especially helps because we're showing your sponsored rank as well. Now there's not 300 sponsored ranks. We only show up to like maybe 100, 120. How that works is in search results, you know, usually the top line of search results is sponsored results. There's like four of them. And then there might be another four, like towards the middle, another couple at the bottom. So it's, it's, there's like, you know, eight to 10 or so sponsored results per page. So if, if we're talking seven pages, you know, uh, it's usually from like about 70 to 120 listings that will show up. And this is something that really is gonna help you from day one to kind of see the bid that you're at, what placement are you getting? You know, back in the old day, how, how would you do that? You would set your PPC campaign and you target a certain keyword like coffin shelf. And then, you know, a few hours later, you just search for coffin shelf and then see what page you come up. And then you're like, oh man, I'm, I'm on page two in sponsored results. So maybe I need to increase my bid on this to, to beat some other people, right? So what you should be doing is, is putting on boost by Helium 10. Now boost in keyword tracker is that little rocket ship that is to the left. All right, it's to the left of your keyword. And then once you do that, it's gonna be checking 24 times a day, both your organic and sponsored rank. All right, so instead of checking once a day, it's checking 24 times a day, different geolocations, different browsing scenarios, et cetera. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that more later. But uh, when we're talking about PPC, that's the biggest benefit of that is when you first start, you know, if you're just going by the 
Amazon, you know, suggested bids, okay, or you just put a, a blanket $1 bid on everything, well, you're going to be showing up at all different places. You're not going to know, you know, where you're showing up until you actually see it because a lot of times those bids are, are kind of meaningless, you know, the ones that Amazon recommends to you. So right off the bat, turn boosts on and then start looking at throughout the day where you're showing up in the sponsored results and you can kind of adjust your bids accordingly. Like, you know, maybe one, you just want to show up, you know, you just want to show up. You don't care if you're on page one or page two, so you maybe you don't care as much, but the ones that maybe you're focusing on or you're like, man, I need to increase my organic rank on these keywords, so I want to be the first one that shows up and sponsored. Well, you've got to look at this where your sponsored rank is showing up and, and, and where we have uh, detected it. So make sure to uh, turn on boost on a brand new keyword that you have added to your keyword tracker so you can be checking that 24 times a day. Now, another thing that people don't do enough of with Keyword Tracker is add your competitors. So much we get laser focused, right, on our rank, on our keyword position. And that's important. Hey, you know, if you're on page two, you know what? You're probably, you know, not getting any sales from that keyword if you're on page two. That's important. But what we sometimes forget about is the importance of relative rank, where you show up, relatively speaking, to your top competitors and most niches, most uh, subcategories, you're competing with four, five, six, or seven, you know, top sellers that are crushing it for those keywords. And sometimes there's keywords where it's those aren't just the only products that show up, but other maybe somewhat unrelated products might show up. You know, the, the example I always give is what it's the accordion. You type in accordion in search. And two kinds of accordions show up, right? You've got the professional accordion, like that a mariachi band would would probably uh, be using. It's band band members, right? Those are like five, six hundred dollars. And then you look at the the rest of what shows up. It's these thirty, forty dollar kids accordions. Same keyword, right? These two sets of products are not in competition with each other. So you might be looking at your keyword ranking, and let's say you've got the six hundred dollar accordion and you look at Keyword Tracker, or you're just looking manually, and you see that you are ranked page one, position seven, right? And you might be thinking to yourself, oh, this is bad. I'm page one, position seven. I wanna be top three. I need to pour a whole bunch of money into this PPC or search find buy to increase my ranking. Guess what? You could be throwing money away. It could be meaningless that you're page one, position seven in the sense that where do you show up in relation to your direct competitors? What if positions one through six, in other words, the people ahead of you, they were all kids accordions. Does it matter that you're number seven? No, you're not competing with them. If you're at number seven or you're at number one, it makes zero difference, you know, for the most part, because you're not battling those $30 accordions for sales. In your target avatar's mind, you are pretty much page one, position one. Why? You're the first product that shows up that they would even consider to buy, all right? Th those other kids' accordions are meaningless, so it doesn't really matter that they're top six. You know, they're gonna scroll to see you, and you're the first one that actually matches what they're looking for. So in that sense, relative rank is more important. Relative rank in that if you have your list of five or six top $500 accordions that show up, all right, where do you show up relative to them? So I hope you guys can understand that in this position, your relative rank is number one, even though you're number seven, if your competitors are like, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20, and, and 25 or something, 
on page one, your relative rank is number one and you are in your buyer, your target market's mind, your target buyers, you are pretty much page one, position one, because you're the first one that, that, that hits the product that they are looking for. So it is important to look at what your page rank is, especially on keywords where it's almost all the same kind of product, right? But never sleep on your relative rank because that sometimes is even more important. Your goal is, regardless if you're on page one or two or wherever, is that you are the first product that shows up compared to your competitors who are competing with you for sales. So don't worry too much about other products that you're not competing with. I mean, the same thing could be true of like even one of those saturated niches, like neck pillow. You know, neck pillow, there's two kinds of neck pillows. There's the kind that you use on airplanes and things, and then there's like the neck pillow that's, you know, for for if you have sciatica or something for your that you use for your bed, that might be on the same page, but it's not, you know, the person, the same customer might type in neck pillow, regardless if they're looking for one for an airplane or they're looking for one for their bed. And so that's why those two sets of products are gonna show up. Same thing, collagen peptides. There's collagen peptides powder, there's collagen peptides like capsules that you swallow, and there's collagen peptides gummy bears, right? They might all show up on the same search result, but for the most part, you're only competing with your sub-niche, all right? If I've got collagen peptides gummies, uh, or, or if I'm looking as a customer for collagen peptides gummies, because I don't want to swallow pills, I don't want to like stir it up in my coffee, I'm looking for collagen peptides gummies, but I might only search for collagen peptides. But what I'm looking for is collagen peptides gummies. So again, if I search collagen peptides and I see a bunch of listings that have powder and capsules, I'm not even considering those. I'm just looking and scrolling until I see that first one that hits what I'm looking for, which is the gummies, all right? So in that sense, again, relative rank is important. So using Keyword Tracker by Helium 10, make sure that you're adding your top four or five competitors right there. So then on the same graph, you are showing where you rank compared to them. And your goal, your two goals, yeah, definitely have a goal to try and get to page one, regardless of, of these keywords, but make sure that you're not sleeping on that relative rank. If you've already hit relative rank one for those keywords and, and the rest of the products are irrelevant to you, stop putting money into like a search find buy campaign or increasing your, your PPC because you're at where you need to be, all right? So keep that in mind. Make sure to add your competitors so you can look at that on the same graph. The same thing goes for your sponsored rank. You know, if you have competitors added, it's kind of interesting to see how much your competitors are spending for keywords, all right? So if in PPC on a certain keyword phrase, they're consistently number one or number two and you're like number five or something like that, well, it's obvious they're probably spending more money on that keyword. And if they're consistently, you know, at there, they probably have a pretty high exact manual bid. Now, if they're an experienced seller, you look at what they have a high bid on, that's pretty consistent, then that must be one of their priority keywords because isn't that what you would do, right? If you notice that you are getting some good traction on a keyword in sponsored results, wouldn't you double down on that? You know, put it in an exact manual campaign, put a high bid on it because, you know, you know it converts for you. Well, guess what? If you can find that from your competitors and you look at that through these keyword tracker charts, you just identified what keyword is working well for your competitors. And if they're very similar to yours, guess what? That's probably a keyword that you could be or should be focused on as well. The, conversely, 
if you've got a keyword that you're tracking for yourself and you've always been number one or two, now all of a sudden you start falling off and you're like four or five. What does that mean? Well, your competitors are probably outbidding you now and they're trying to focus on it, you know? And so that's another bit of insight you can get by tracking your competitors' sponsored results. And it's something that you should be checking. Maybe not every day, but at least once a week, you should be checking these things. Especially keyword tracking is important when you are spending money try and increase your rank. And there's different ways that you can be spending money. You know, you could be doing a search find buy campaign, like, you know, I'm using azrank.com and I'm spending, you know, I don't know what they charge these days, you know, like eight, 10 bucks or so per order. That adds up. That's a lot of money you're spending. And your goal is you're trying to increase your page ranking, right? So obviously you want to know, is this working? Is this working or not? You know, you're spending money on something. You're increasing your PPC spend. Well, is my organic rank increasing as a result of this campaign? If not, well, you need to like slow your roll and dial back your spend on it. So again, another situation where it's important that you can use Keyword Tracker. Are you doing a PPC test campaign? You know, in Project X, we've talked about the importance of, of PPC test campaigns. You don't have to, not every launch needs one, but if you're trying to get data on, on your, on, you know, where you're going to show up, right? PPC test campaigns absolutely add all of those keywords that you're researching for your PPC test campaign into Keyword Tracker. Even though this is a throwaway listing, it's only going to be active for like a couple of weeks. Well, you want to you know what bid you're setting in your PPC test campaign. Like you're doing a $3 or $4 bid. Well, you would want to make sure that you are showing up at the very top of that page. And if not, well, that shows you, hey, that keyword might be a little bit more competitive in PPC if you're going to launch another a new product like that that might be too rich for your blood, all right? So again, start your keyword tracker for your PPC test campaigns as well. Really important, you'll get you'll get emails too, you know, with some of these updates, guys, but again, do not sleep on keyword tracker. And if there's something that you, I just talked about that you're not doing, uh, look back into keyword tracker and see how to do it. Another thing that is important that people don't do enough of is put notes, all right? So in keyword tracker, you can add notes and you can add stars and things. If you are spending money or doing some campaigns or changing your title using the Maldives method to try and increase your page rankings, make notes in Keyword Tracker about the date and what you're doing, all right? So then you can go back and look at the history and then see, does what you did actually have any effects? And that's how I'm able to test those things in the Maldives method and Project 5K where I, I switch out a word in the title and then I, I have boost on for that keyword in Keyword Tracker, and I could see, hey, was there any noted difference? And boom, sometimes within three hours, I'll see keyword rank increases or decreases based on what I'm changing in the listing or based on a certain campaign that I'm running. So make sure to put your notes in there. All right, guys, so that is keyword tracking. Like I said, you don't necessarily need Helium 10 for that. This level of keyword tracking wasn't even available like three years ago. People still would do these things just manually. All right, so, but uh, if you're selling in anywhere in Amazon Europe and Amazon USA, you know, Canada, Mexico, et cetera, et cetera, make sure that you are taking full advantage of your keyword tracker. All right, guys? All right, next thing, what about tracking your market as a whole? You know, tracking your keywords are definitely important. That's, that's the beginning, but that should not be the end of what you are doing. You need to track your share of voice, right? This is especially bigger or important for bigger companies, but even if you are brand new, you wanna kind of like track what is going on in your market and see are there new players or is your market share increasing or decreasing? So many times, you know, I've talked about 
uh, about how BSR doesn't matter too much, right? You know, what matters is your sales. Now, the time that BSR might make a difference or might give you some insights is if all of a sudden, you know, if your sales has stayed the same, but your BSR goes down, what does that mean? That means that sure, you're making the same amount of sales, but there's probably other competitors in your category who are kind of taking more market share. Because if your BSR stayed the same, then that means your sales should have gone up, all right? So let me break that down a little bit. So BSR, bestseller rank, what that means is how much you're selling compared to the people in your category, all right? So if your sales goes down, like the number of units you're selling daily goes down, but your BSR stays the same, what does that mean? That just means that the whole niche as a whole or the whole category is just not selling as much. So you shouldn't be too worried about your sales going down. If your BSR is staying the same, that means you know everybody in your category, their sales are kind of going down. But the opposite, you've gotta be worried about, all right? If your sales are staying consistent or going down and your BSR is going down, guess what? That means that other people around you have increased their market share compared to you and they're selling more compared to you, all right? So Market Tracker by Helium 10, again, this is something that anybody from a platinum member and above has full access to, is it takes, it goes looking into beyond just your keywords. Now it's based, the original uh, thing is based on your keywords. So how you set it up is you're like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna name this niche or this market, let's call it Coffin Shelf. And it'll ask you to enter like between two and five keywords that you think best describe your product. And these are the ones that are the highest search volume and that are most relevant to a buyer to your product for. So for coffin shelf, it might be coffin shelf. It might be gothic decor. It might be large coffin shelf. It might be, you know, gothic shelf or something like that, right? And then what you do is you identify which is your product. And this is based on like the x-ray data. So we're taking estimated sales. And the very first thing is that any products that you're tracking here in Market Tracker, we are considering that your niche or your market, all right? So we're gonna take all of those products and give you a total market volume. Now, what that means is of all the products that you yourself have identified make up this market or this sub-niche, these are their estimated total monthly sales, all right? Then the next uh, feature that we're showing you there is my market share. So that's basically taking the estimated sales from you, not your actual sales, but your estimated sales, just to make sure everybody's on the same page, is, is what it is, like 50, 50%, 55%, 60%. What does that mean? So if the market volume was $10,000 a month estimated sales, that's the total estimated sales of everybody put together, and your estimated sales for the last 30 days is $5,000, well, that means your market share is 50%, and that's darn decent. That's pretty good. If, you, if you've got 10 competitors and you've got a 50% chunk of the pie, right, a 50% piece of the pie, that is awesome, right? That means everybody else put together is only equal to you, all right? So that's what you guys should be looking at, market share. The next thing is my market share. That just shows you what is your estimated sales from there. So how can this be helpful? Well, this has a unique score, all right? Market Tracker uses a score called the power score. And what it's doing is it's talking about how it, it ranks you know, your product across all of the different keywords that you said are the main keywords. And this especially is helpful for identifying new people coming into your niche, trying to take your market share. In the past, or if you don't have Market Tracker, which is fine, how do you do this? Like I said, 
whether you have Helium 10 or not, these are things that you guys need to be uh, looking at. Well, in the past, what you would have had to have done is you would have had to go in every day and look at your main keywords and then just look throughout, you know, page one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you're trying to find new movers and shakers, all right? That, that's kind of tedious, right? You don't have to do that here. And, and this is so powerful. You know, what, what I've heard from some of our users is that there's other competitors out there that that they charge hundreds of dollars for this kind of functionality. <laughs> like you've got to be on like their special enterprise plan just to be able to look at stuff like this. You know, in the non-Amazon world, for a tool like this, people pay thousands of dollars a month for, you know, like, well, if they're trying to look at their, their share on Google and different things like that, this is available guys right there within your helium 10 platinum plan. So this is a lot of value. All right. So what you want to be looking at with market tracker is you want that power score to be number one, right? And a lot of that ties into how you're doing on the keywords, but you are going to get notified like every day if somebody new is coming into this niche that maybe you didn't realize is a new player because what Helium 10 is doing throughout the day is they're checking if there's any new players for these keywords. And then it's going to tell you, hey, do you want to track this or do you want to ignore it? All right. And if you put, if you hit track, now all of a sudden that product is part of your market and it's gonna add to the total estimated sales, all right? So this is a great tool, guys, to be making sure that you are beating your competitors and that you get a head start on knowing if there's competition that are coming into your niche so that you can play some, you know, maybe defensive PPC or that you can monitor to make sure to see what they're doing, like what's their price point, et cetera. So guys, again, day one, you add a new product, Add your ASIN to them, do the new market and add your top competitors and then we'll do the rest and we'll keep monitoring that market for you. If you haven't done this yet, if you haven't done this yet, guys, and you've got Helium 10, that's fine. If you've been selling for six months, add it right now. You'll see some historical data anyways right there. Add it right now, mark which one is your product and see how you are doing compared to your competitors. And then be checking this like every three or four days, come back and then see are we suggesting any new players that you need to be tracking? And then, you know, go ahead and accept yes or no to track it. Now, here is something though, and this is going to be my BTS or my 30 second tip for this episode. Uh, I think I've talked about this before, but it's so important in market tracker that people do not do is use market tracker for ideas on how to expand your product line. Like right now, I am looking at the market tracker for the coffin shelf, all right? And I see a product here that is asking me, do I wanna track it or not? And my answer is no, because it's not a direct competitor to the coffin shelf. However, it's a great idea for an expansion of a potential tool or a potential product for Project X, all right? So the coffin shelf, what it is suggesting for me to, to, to track is this coffin key holder. I don't know if you guys can picture that, but it's like shaped like a coffin, it, it attaches to the wall and has a, like a hook on it so you can hang your keys when you come in the door of your house or something. Now, I don't think I am getting uh, losing sales over that product, so I am not gonna consider it part of this market. However, that gives me a great product idea for a potential product line. If somebody's interested in a coffin shelf, shoot, they'd probably be interested in a coffin key holder too. So use Market Tracker guys to give you ideas on how you can expand your own product line for products that maybe you didn't even consider. So there's my uh, BTS, Bradley's 30 seconds of the day. Now, back to Market Tracker, another thing that you, you will do or you'll have once you start Market Tracker is you'll be getting daily and weekly emails 
on what's happening. And this is great. Like you'll get emails about based on when your competitors are getting more reviews, when they're changing their title, if they're changing their image, if they're changing their price. All right. So that again, you don't have to be monitoring it every day. Maybe your competitor is doing some kind of sale, right? And every, you know, you and your competitor are always at the 3997 price point for your coffin shelves, but then they are doing something where they lower their price to 3697. Well, you'll get an email if that happens. Make sure to watch those emails and maybe you want to match their price. Maybe you don't, but maybe you want to match their price of 3697 while they're having whatever sale just so that you don't lose, you know, your attractiveness of your listing compared to theirs. Again, this is what you would get when you have Market Tracker running. These are all important analytics to be looking at as you sell. That could potentially save you some money. Maybe all of a sudden you notice two or three competitors change your title to some new trending keyword because they're using the Maldives honeymoon method or something, right? Well, take a look at that keyword. You know, take a look at that notification you get, look at that keyword, try and figure out why they're doing that. And then maybe you want to you want to uh, you know, add that to your title as well. So again, guys, market tracking is something that top level companies are doing, right? Enterprise level companies are doing, but even if you are a brand new Amazon seller with only one product, it absolutely should be something that you are tracking as far as analytics goes. Track your market, track the new movers and shakers in your niche, check out the history of your market share, make sure that your market share is not falling. And if it is falling, Try and figure out why, all right? So there's Market Tracker. Now, what about something that has nothing to do with uh, Helium 10, and that's brand analytics. So we, we've done podcasts and blogs and things about how to get brand analytics. That's uh, for only people who have brand registry, but there's a lot of cool things that you can discover in brand analytics. Now, how it works is basically, it is showing you all of the top keywords that are searched for on Amazon, and it is showing you the top three clicked ones, all right? The top three clicked keywords on Amazon for that search, all right? And then of those top three clicked, it is showing you how much percent of sales, how much percent of sales that those top three products are uh, getting for that keyword, all right? So this is something that, you know, you get kind of a, a visibility of this in, in, in Cerebro, by Helium 10, but you don't get this kind of level of data. And of course, I always get the question, hey, how come Helium 10 doesn't show brand analytics data? And the reason is because that's against Amazon Terms of Service. You know, this is only supposed to be for uh, sellers who have brand registry. And obviously not every Helium 10 customer has brand registry. So we can't just go in and, and show brand analytics data to people and allow you to search through it because a lot of people who don't have brand registry will see it and then Amazon might get mad at this. So, so, you know, that, that, that goes for any tool company. So, you know, if there's a tool company out there showing it, then uh, I don't know, you might, you might want to worry about, you know, how, how safe your data is if they're willing to go against Amazon terms of service like that. But that's why, again, why we don't show brand analytics and why you have to look at brand analytics yourself, you know, outside of Helium 10. So I love looking at the Amazon search terms to try and see who's getting the most clicks. And, and I, I don't get too much. I don't, like I said, I don't, you can only see three people, but that usually is a great indicator. So one thing that I, I kind of like use brand analytics in conjunction with keyword tracker. First of all, I'm going to go, uh, I have a, like 90% of the keywords that I'm going to put in keyword tracker. I probably find from Cerebro, but every now and then there might be some keywords that I don't, because of whatever filters I entered into Cerebro, it doesn't show up. 
So what I want, what I would do is if I identified my type, my five top competitors, I'll look at at those competitors uh, on a certain week or a certain month in brand analytics and see what keywords that they show up for that they were one of the top three ASINs clicked, and any of those keywords I'm also throwing into Keyword Tracker. Another cool thing is for your listing or your competitor's listing, if you notice a spike in sales on a certain day or in a certain week, all right? So obviously you know your own spike in sales of your product, right? Because you've, you've got, you know what your sales uh, what your sales are. But if you notice like looking at X-Ray for one of your competitors, a spike in sales on a certain day or a certain week, go into brand analytics and look at the historical brand analytics information and then just see if you can reverse engineer where those sales might have come up from, all right? So you're gonna wanna see if they had a huge spike in sales and it didn't come from an off Amazon campaign and it just came from Amazon search, you'll be able to see that sometimes in brand analytics because then it'll show you on that day or on that week if all of a sudden they were like one of the top clicked or purchased items from a certain search term. And then, yo, that might put that search term on the roadmap for you and you're like, hey, if this helped my competitor, I need to double down on this. Or if you're looking at yourself, it gives you some insight into where your sales came from, right? If you always consistently have 20 sales a day and then one day you had 100 sales, like three days later, all right, go look back at Brand Analytics for that exact day, all right, and then see, did you have a new keyword where you were just all of a sudden had a big spike in your clicks percentage or your conversion percentage? And guess what? You might have been a fluke, you know, might have been from PPC or whatever, but whatever the reason is, now all of a sudden you know that that's a really good keyword for you. So now instead of just trying to play reactive, you're going to be pro proactive with that keyword. Hey, maybe you're going to double down on your on your PPC campaign for that keyword. You know, maybe you, you weren't really focusing on it and it was just a complete fluke that you happen to show up and search really high one day because Amazon was moving your, your searches around. But you're going to want to go back in and now maybe double down and increase your increase your spend on that keyword or maybe double down and do like a search find buy campaign and try and get your organic rank up so this is one of the many ways that brand analytics can uh, help you is looking at historical data at these spikes and decreases in sales too you know the valleys in sales like if you had like one day where you just had really bad really bad sales. You know, your first your first uh, option should be going to Keyword Tracker and seeing if you had any dips, if you had any dips in your keyword ranking. That, that's something that we didn't mention as far as keyword tracking goes is make sure to check if you have dips or increases in sales, see if it corresponds to a dip or increase in your keyword ranking. But if you don't see it there, it might be for a keyword that you're not even tracking. So you'll definitely wanna check Brand Analytics there. Brand Analytics has a lot of other cool information such as demographics. You know, If you wanna see the kind of avatar of who's buying your product, like is it male, is it female, are they married, what's their salary? You can see some of that information in demographics as well as repeat purchase behavior and purchase behavior. A lot of cool things in Brand Analytics, guys. I can just sit here and do a whole entire episode on Brand analytics, but make sure that you are looking at it. I just said something that reminded me of something I forgot to talk about in Keyword Tracker is, is part of the reason why you want to have boost on in Keyword Tracker, checking 24 times a day, is because sometimes Amazon will, will widely fluctuate where you show up for in search results in both organic and PPC based on things like your, your location, like 
your geolocation. Like if you're in California and searching, as opposed to if your friend is in Florida and searching, they might see two different things. Your 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 history, you know, if you're signed into Amazon or not signed into Amazon. It, your browser, you know, are you in Chrome? Are you in Chrome Incognito? Are you in Safari? Are you in mobile app, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, always Helium 10 has been able to sh- to check different uh, of those geolocations, of different browsing scenarios, et cetera, so that, and, and it uh, automatically rotates, so that if you are suffering from what we call the Amazon search shuffle, like, you know, in one location, you're on page one, but another location, you're on page seven, if that's happening, when you have boost on, you're gonna be able to see that. You're gonna see big spikes and valleys, uh, peaks and valleys in your keyword tracker graph. So that's another advantage of Helium 10 keyword tracker. I'm not sure you know if, if, if other keyword trackers do that. Now, th- knowing that, there's not much you can do. You know, sometimes people try and say, oh yeah, you, you're gonna wanna do this and that. No, you, you don't have much control over that. Usually these things only happen for a few days anyways, but at least it will like kind of maybe ease your mind as far as why your sales might have gone down if you see some like um, some big time you know fluctuations in your keyword ranking, it could be because of browser, it could be because of the geolocation, et cetera. So make sure you're looking at that. Uh, when you have boost on, look for those peaks and valleys on when something might be fluctuating in your, your keyword results. So anyways, guys, uh, it's, it's important to understand that your keyword ranking is not gonna always be exactly the same across the board. Sometimes people say, well, yeah, in keyword tracker, I see it says I'm page one position seven, but I looked at my own Amazon and I'm, page one position 10 or something. Well, we're just showing you one browsing scenario or one location. It could be different, but usually it's pretty consistent as in, you know, if, if, if you're on position six in one browser, it might be, you know, position 11 in another, it's not going to make a big difference. But if you ever see the big peaks and valleys, that's when, uh, you know, you might have the Amazon search shuffle and you got to wait for it to kind of like, you know, um, be a little bit more consistent there. Uh, and again, there's lots of different factors that go into it. It's not just your address that you're using in the browser, but it's also, you know, depending on what browser somebody is using and their, their search history on Amazon, et cetera. So that's another advantage of keyword tracker. Now back to, uh, what have we talked about so far? We've talked about keyword tracker. We've talked about brand analytics. We've talked about market tracker. Another report that uh, some people sleep on, and again, it's something that's not available yet in Helium 10 because it's not something that's available in the API, which is what we connect to to be able to download reports, is your impressions report, all right? So the way you to get to this analytics is you go to reports and then you hit business reports. And this is especially helpful once you go in and you hit detail sales and traffic, all right? So this is another thing that you can look at and in relationship to what you're seeing in brand analytics and what you are seeing in keyword tracker, all right? So if your sales are down or up, even before sometimes I go to brand analytics, I'll look at my detailed sales and traffic report for that page. So again, you hit, uh, the way to get to this is you hit reports, you hit business reports, and then buy ASIN detail sales and traffic. And you're gonna be able to see day by day how many page views you're getting, you know, how many units are, are uh, you're, you're getting right there. And what that's gonna show you is how consistent you are. Now, if you are consistently ranking high on certain keywords, well, well, this shouldn't change so much. You know, like uh, I'm looking here at one of these uh, Manning's Mysterious Oddities coffin shelf, and it's getting consistent like 4,000 sessions a month. So on a day-by-day basis, you know, we're talking, you know, 100, 200 or whatever, right? Now, if you wanna see, if you got a big increase or decrease in sales, and if it comes from these impressions, you're gonna look at your 
your that day of sales or whatever day that you had a peak or valley, look at your detailed sales and, and traffic report to see did your impressions go way up or way down or way down or was it consistent? If it was consistent, it just means you had a bad day of sales usually, right? Because you, you should be just getting the same amount of page views if your keyword tracker or if your keyword results stayed the same. So what you should be looking at though is if you had a big decrease in your page impressions or your page sessions or page views than what you normally get, well, that's where now you go back into keyword tracker first and see, wait a minute, why did I get a lot less page views? Did my keyword ranking go down? All right, if you don't see anything there, go again now to brand analytics. Did I get a lot less clicks or something on a certain keyword that I normally get, all right? If all of these are kind of a no, well then probably just what happened was there's just a slow day on Amazon. Like maybe there was a holiday you didn't realize and, and people just don't shop on Amazon. So again, this is something not in Helium 10, but uh, is something that you wanna be taking a look at. I wouldn't say on a daily basis, but you know, at least once a week, look at your page views and, and conversely, you want to see uh, if the effort and money you're putting into some of your campaigns are worth it. Like, for example, if you are uh, bidding heavily on PPC to try and get to page one, or if you weren't on page one for a certain keyword, and then now you got on page one for something that has significant search volume, well, what should you be seeing on page views? You should see an increase in your page views if this is a big-time keyword, or especially if you're talking about five keywords. If you're not seeing any change in your page views, on keywords that you just barely got to page one, guess what? That means that people are not really clicking on your listing. You're probably gonna fall off right away. By any means, you should just be stopping spending so much money on that keyword. If you get to the top of page one for a certain keyword and you are relevant to the buyer, more people should be clicking on your listing that maybe didn't see your listing before. And guess what? That means your page views should go up. So there's another way that you can look at um, this data. Now, I already talked you know, way too much uh, here in this episode, but uh, I had said I would talk a little bit about PPC. So make sure, guys, that you are looking at your PPC analytics as well. You know, in Helium 10, you've got the tacos, your total ACOS that you can't see really in Amazon, but we're showing you that because it's an important metric that you need to be looking at. Obviously, look at your ACOS as well. You know, look at your impressions in PPC. Look at, you know, your your cost per click. There's so many different analytics. We'll probably do a separate episode on there. But remember, if you are a Helium 10 member and you don't even, you don't have the diamond plan, so you can't use the full functionality of ads by Helium 10, um, that's fine. Just still go in there uh, and you, you have all the regular analytics that you could be looking at. So make sure to take a look at that um, as well. All of your analytics in PPC uh, you can do that through your mobile app from Helium 10, or you can do that right there within the Helium 10 dashboard. So guys, anyways, the moral of today's story is Amazon is not meant to be some kind of set it and forget it, you know, thing. All right. You know, anybody who tries to sell you on that dream, if you're in the private label business, that is not a good move. There are tons of data points that you should be looking at some on a daily basis, some on a weekly basis, some on a monthly da uh, basis that you know, we can classify as analytics that you should be looking at to give you insights. A lot of what I mentioned today can save you or make you hundreds if not thousands of dollars when used correctly, especially if you haven't been looking at these metrics before. So again, make sure to be tracking your keywords, organic and sponsored. Make sure to be tracking your competitors' keywords, organic and sponsored. Make sure to be tracking your markets, your niches, so you can see your share of voice or your market share. Something I didn't really talk too much about is that share of voice because maybe you've got two or three or four products all in the same sub niche. Well, you're 
when when you track the market, you're gonna see what percentage of the whole pie you have from multiple products. Guys, be looking at your brand analytics. If you've got brand registry, if you don't have brand registry, make sure to to start the process by getting your trademark. You can do that from the Helium 10 company, sellertrademarks.com. Get your trademark and then register for brand registry. Get it? Register for brand registry. But then you'll be able to get the brand analytics. And then uh, also make sure to check your detail sales and traffic reports, your impressions, and then, of course, your PPC. So Helium 10, guys, obviously helps with a lot of this stuff, but everything I said is not just if you have Helium 10. Now, if you don't have Helium 10, you want to get signed up, guys, make sure to use the uh, the uh, Serious Sellers podcast code SSP10, SSP10 to save 10% off of Helium 10. But if you don't have Helium 10, make sure whatever your tool that you are using, guys, has some of these functions and, and track these things. You know, th- this these aren't things that are exclusive just to Helium 10 members. I mean, these are real analytical data, data points that every single Amazon seller needs to be analyzing in order to crush it on Amazon. So I, I, I hope the best for you guys, and we will see you in the next episode.